0: Hello, my name is Fiona Scott and welcome to the PR Not BS podcast. Today is December the 12th and we're almost into Christmas, aren't we? And today I want to talk about something that's really crystal ball gazing. It's something everyone does in business, in charities, in life, where we think of and look ahead and maybe plan for the future. Now earlier on in my podcast series I've spoken about proactive planning, looking at your diary and finding stories that you can tell with the media, social media, blogging over the next year. We've already covered that. Today I'm going to talk about something different. It's more the reactive stuff. What might be coming up in 2022 that you can have an opinion upon, you can have a contribution to make a contribution to, or that you can be part of? What conversations are likely to be going on? Now, the truth is, in sharing my thoughts with you, I'm not going to get everything right. I mean, I can no more see into the future than any of you can. Even though I'm quite a spiritual person, I don't give myself that kind of a label but I can look into my crystal ball and predict things that probably will come up that you can be ready for. And you can be ready for them in terms of responses in the media, responding to journalist requests, writing blogs about them, referencing them on social media. And these are things that are going to come up. They're unpredictable, but I think they're going to be important for lots of different things. So what I'm going to share with you now are 10 thoughts And they are very generic. And that's okay because they will apply to some of you and not to others, whether you are within a charity, a not-for-profit, social enterprise, whether you're a sole trader or solopreneur, you run a small limited company, a micro business, or whether you are marketing within a much bigger company, there are things you can have an eye to. And maybe you can look at your planning for next year and think, oh, I could put that in there. That's in there. I think, oh, that'll fit that time of year. You're going to know the ebb and flow of your own year. So it's going to start to make sense. So, okay, with my crystal ball header on then, just imagine me looking into a crystal ball as I'm speaking to you now. Just imagine all the smoke and mirrors around me. Not really. Not really. You know me. I am not smoke and mirrors ever. Okay. So subjects that are going to be spoken about in the media that you can have an opinion on that might be relevant to you during 2022. Okay. COVID-19 stroke pandemic, stroke lockdown is still going to be a massive and ongoing subject for several years, I suspect, although the dynamic will change. So that's my number one thing, COVID-19, coronavirus, variants, opinions, thoughts, business even, business gains, business losses are all going to come up again in 2022. So you need to think about how do I fit into that conversation? Do I want to fit into that conversation? Do I want to have an opinion on it? Do I want to talk about effects? impacts. Uh, remember with opinion, it can be quite divisive. So you've got to be quite a strong character and be ready for that. So if you are and you think, yeah, I, I can cope with all that, I will then want you to think, right, does that align with my brand, with my business? Do I really want to express that opinion? Opinion can be a knotty and thorny area in PR. So you need to be really clear of your goals around that. And also when you think, oh, but I am opinionated about that and I feel really strongly about it really think, feel it in your gut. Is that authentic? Does it chime with what you've said? Does it chime with the ethics of your business? Because if you're in any doubt about that, as soon as you start to express that opinion, bad things can happen. Okay. So you need to really think about what your intent is within your business, within your team, within your brand. But COVID-19 is my number one thing. Second, and it is related, well-being well-being health is going to come up a lot this is i'm talking more about positive stuff here okay i'm talking about positive. Mental health issues, the mental health impacts across generations, across sectors, uh, within businesses, within teams, but also the positive side. Those businesses that are doing something to accept that and to help employees, to help teams, to help themselves, that is going to be big too. So I think my second thing is well-being. So number one, COVID-19, stroke coronavirus, stroke pandemic, stroke lockdown. Number two, well-being stroke mental health, mental wellness. So those are things that I think the media will pick up on. So in quieter months where you want to like maybe share your 10 tips for something, think about these themes. Think about themes that journalists, influencers are going to be interested in above others. Now, the next one I'm going to choose is green and eco, all things green. Being green, going green, starting on the journey, it might be personal, might be within your business, it might be within your supply chain. This, I think, is going to be an even greater trend going forward. We know why. COP26 was an important thing, but... Being green is coming, whether we like it or not. In 2030, so they say, the UK government, no new cars that are petrol or diesel will be made. And that is going to be huge. The green infrastructure will need to grow. Green jobs need to come. So if being green is important in your business, whether you're making changes to be more sustainable, whether you're making changes to move towards net zero, whether you're doing it in your life, whether you want to, whether you find it difficult. Again, remember, opinions create divisive things. You've got to be sure about it. But green is going to be a trend. How to's, how to get there, steps to take, tips for, behind the scenes knowledge of when you buy a product. How green is it? What's the process? How green is your supply chain? That's my number three, green, going green. Number four, Ethics and purpose. Talking about the ethics and purpose of your business, of yourself, of your consultancy, of your charity, of your organization is going to be increasingly important. It's going to be increasingly important for recruitment and retention, but also to show you as the kind of business that the media may want to represent. Okay, so I think ethics and purpose is going to be number four. What are your ethics and purpose? A lot of businesses have these mantras written down, their ethics and purpose. They may have them spread across their office in terms of quotes. They might be in some branding manual and they don't talk about it really. They don't share it on their social media, don't write blogs about it and they don't leap on the opportunity to talk about it when the media wants that stuff. So make sure your ethics and purpose are very, very visible in 2022. The fifth one I'm going to choose is supply chains and buy in local. I think that's going to come up a lot. I think that's partly around the green agenda that's going on partly around Brexit and various impacts that are coming through. And by mentioning Brexit, in this scenario, I'm not talking about the arguments for or against. That's all been sort of done and dusted. It will take government and changes in legislation for any of that to change. What I'm talking about are real world impacts. Okay. How is it impacting you? Are there delays in your supply chain? Will costs have to go up? Be upfront clear and open and transparent with your audience and your clients and your customers. Be out there about it. Has something changed? Has it improved? Are you using local suppliers or you're being more British than you ever were? Make a bit of a song and dance about it. This is where you need to think, oh, does that apply to me? Let's evidence it let's evidence it. So that's five, supply chains, buy and local. Six, humour and comedy. I think humour and comedy actually are always important, but it's a very underused resource when it comes to PR. We can be humorous about things in PR within our company. I'm not talking about humour from a bad place, humour that picks fun or that's malicious or anything like that. That is not acceptable. And in good PR will never involve that. This is where you're trying to get across a message you're a bit tired of or bored of, or you think your audience are bored of it. It's dry, but it's worthy. It's necessary. It's educational. You just want to do something different. Then this is the time. Okay, This is the time to do it. And you can use humour. In my own business, I've worked with a company called Sketch House Comedy and they've created one or two, literally they've taken actors and created sketches for me, which illustrates something in business. Okay. And I can use that as an icebreaker at a talk to lead into a conversation. Now, obviously with comedy, in my case, it creates a stereotype. So I'm taking an extreme, but I'm not, naming individuals or anything like that. Use comedy. How can you choose comedy as a way of getting a message across? And comedy and laughter hooks into the brain. It hooks into the memory. We remember how that made us feel, how that gave us a laugh. And that helps us to remember a key message. I mean, if you think about some ads where that comedy was used, that you can remember, have a little think about that. Some advice for you around that. Look up Sketch House Comedy. You'll see a couple of the things they've done for me. Look at their business networking film. Have a look at Trip and Tyler on YouTube. Trip and Tyler, older brand now, but they've done stuff with businesses that was just hilarious around things and really clever. So have a little look at those sort of things and think, oh, can I apply comedy to my business? One word, this is something where you're going to have to invest. This is not a cheap deal. Unless you're a brilliant actor yourself or a brilliant comic writer, you have to pay people for their talent. So, what I would say to you is you need to be thinking four figures for this. You need to be in that realm. Okay. If you're not in that realm, maybe you could work with one comic actor and you'd still be needing to be thinking in the three figures realm for that. But we have brilliant, talented actors and writers out there. There will be them in your own community who can help you with this. So six, humour and comedy used in the right way. Seven, diversity will continue. And I think it will ramp up as being an important thing. Diversity of gender. I'm talking all genders, but women in particular. Ages, age diversity. And also LGBTQ plus diversity. So can you have a voice on that? are you a woman starting business in your 20s or in your 40s or your 50s? Women over 50 are gonna become an increasingly powerful voice because they've been very underrepresented. So if that's you, what kind of voice can you have? If you are a very young entrepreneur, what are the challenges you face? If you are an entrepreneur in the LGTBQ plus community and you are willing to share that, and you want to talk about what that's like how it's impacted your business 2022 will be the year you've got to feel comfortable in your own skin to do that we need to see remember um you can't be what you can't see So if you're comfortable to share these things, you inspire others. Remember, it's all about intent. Is it coming from a good and authentic space? We will know if you're using your gender, age, sexuality in order just for trite PR gains. This is not that, folks. It's got to come from a good place. So diversity number seven, number eight, something that I think is going to come up and continue to go. It's hybrid working stroke working from home. That is going to continue to be a theme, I think, for 2022 in all sorts of ways. The do's and the don'ts, the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows for teams. Will it work? Won't it work? What tech will you use? Who will embrace it? Who will hate it? How does that apply to your team? have an honest discussion about that. Are you making it work really well? Are you losing staff hand over this because of it? Because already I've seen both of those things happening. Maybe you've started to work for a company remotely and never actually met any other of your work colleagues. These are things that are going to be of interest to the media coming up. Okay, so hybrid working, working from home. If you are building new kit into your home or a garden office or something like that, Evidence that. Really important. Evidence it. Take pictures, do little video, because when the media come calling to their agenda and you've got those assets, you're going to be a step in front of the others, folks. So hybrid working, working from home. Number nine I'm going to choose is celebrities. Celebrities always would always be there in trends. When you are aligned to a celebrity who has a big following, your following will ramp up as a result of it. So if you want and can work with celebrities, continue to do that in 2020. Millennials coming through and younger generations are really, really tuned into what their heroes and icons are doing, what they're buying, what they're talking about. There's a high level of trust there. However, what they think of as celebrity is very different to my generation. So I'm the generation, I'm 55, so I'm not baby boomers. Um... You know, this is not just people in films or on telly or on radio. Celebrities might be influencers with big followers. I think of my son who's 14. He'll say to me for his birthday, mum, I want merch from such a, such a person I've never heard of. I mean, he's madly into that computer game Fortnite. So there'll be influencers around that platform. And I go off and I search them up and they've got millions or that hundreds of thousands of followers and they've got their own merch and I'll order that merch. But, you know, in six months time, it might be someone else. Just understand that the dynamic around celebrities is changing. This will almost always include budget though, folks, will almost always include budget unless a celebrity is personally known to you and wants to support you or is known to the PR that you're working with. If you are outsourcing your PR, or is aligned to a charity or an organization that you're already working with. Generally, well, there will be an investment required, but number nine, celebrities will continue to be important if they are aligned to your brands. Let's go back to four, ethics and purpose. Don't choose a celebrity just because they've got a huge following who is not aligned to your brand the final thing that i'm going to talk about i think that's going to be a trend and it's really around i've i've encapsulated it with one word vulnerability vulnerability as a brand and in a business don't be scared to be human to talk human to human no matter what role you hold within a business whether you are the everything the ceo the md the toilet cleaner the accountant or whether you run a Big team, embrace your vulnerability, embrace the human side of you, because as we've come through the pandemic, lockdown, coronavirus, these human to human stories will be more powerful than ever. So this might be the personal around the personal branding of a CEO of a big company or the CEO of themselves. Doesn't matter. It is going to be big. So I really hope, folks, that just gives you food for thought of trends and PR trends, I believe, are coming up in 2022. I hope that my tips for trends for PR in 2022 have been useful to you and you can get something out of that. Put it in your diary for planning next year. If you want to find out more about me, you can hop over to www.scottmedia.uk. You can find out about me there. And I really hope you'll join me for my next podcast in January 2022. Until then, have a very, very happy new year.